Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So we're almost into the first three months of 2022. And I know this is going to come as another surprise, but today's guest, guess what, is another Stephanie for us. So Steph Hilfer is the creative director and owner of VIM. Yes, VIM, B-double-I-M, and we're going to talk about that. But I'm going to just tell you why I wanted to talk to her. I loved the fact that you, one of your goals was to record a podcast every week, be a guest, like ambitious, badass. And I was just like, oh, then I want her to be on mine as well. So with that, we're going to find out all about her. So welcome, Steph. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. And as always, you know, just tell us about you anywhere you want to start. I love that you start off with that question, by the way, because I, most people, you know, don't want to bore you with all the long story and I don't want to bore anyone, but my story really does start when I was pretty young and I didn't realize that until I got older and into my career and people started asking the question, you know, how did you get started? And I started reflecting and the further and further I reflected back, I came to this 10, 11, 12 year old Steph. And I I remember two really powerful moments in my life that got me to, and I'll explain more about like what, what Vim and why Vim, but one was I grew up in, you know, not an overwhelmingly nice area, but it wasn't, you know, it it wasn't anything, you know, I want to paint the picture that I was, you know, in harm's way every day, but you know, I I lived in a fairly roughish area and there was one particular uh, neighborhood that was known, had a very negative reputation. And I remember being a 10, 10 or so year old girl. And my parents would be drive through that neighborhood, past that neighborhood every t- every day. Mm-hmm. And there was a sign out front, you know, just like neighborhoods have, you know, gem heights mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. this sign, I remember thinking if they could just sand it down, strip all the paint off and give it a fresh coat of paint, 
maybe the reputation could change. Mm. And, and that's such a silly little thing for a 10 year old to even be thinking about. But right. I remembered caring enough about the reputation of this, this whole neighborhood and everyone that lived in it, thinking mm-hmm. that something as much as a facelift could really, mm. really make an impact. And, and then, you know, about a year or two, you know, after this moment, I started babysitting. And mm-hmm. as a young girl, you know, a lot of people babysit. That's not, no- that's nothing unique. But I didn't think that there was any other way to babysit than to make a business card have a punch card so that you can earn extra hours after you use me for so many times. Have oh, a flyer. Wow. <laughs> have a serious. I had a flyer with my parents' phone number on the tear-offs at the bottom mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that I would post mm-hmm. around my neighborhood. You know, I approached this business with these visual and business-oriented things and I never questioned that it was abnormal. I just assumed mm-hmm. you have to do this because you are a business. And so I, I really accredit my, my marketing brain to some of these uh-huh. young moments in my life. And then that just led me down this journey of, you know, getting into the workforce, bringing up a talent that I have, you know, a silly little newsletter, making a coupon and those uh-huh. snowballed into marketing assistant, marketing specialist, and then marketing director, and then VP of marketing, right? You just kind of slowly uh-huh. snowball just keep, yeah. into these different roles which I loved. I've had the most blessed and amazing career, life of careers, (laughs) amazing employers, amazing opportunities. And, and yeah. And so it it got to this point where I loved what I did and I started recognizing this dream of doing what I did for the employers that hired me, but more, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously there's only so many hours in a day, (laughs) But I'm I, waiting I, for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I want to do this, but repetitively and, and really set this foundation, this really strong foundation for what I bring to every employer. Every time I ever stepped into some company, I would bring this moment, this foundational stuff that we had to do first. I wanted to start bringing that to the table. And, and that's how Vim was born. And that's what that's where I am here now. Absolutely love that story. And I love it on a thousand levels. You were so fortunate at such a young age to be so in tune to your genius, to your superpower. And you didn't know it at the time. Yes. Yeah. But you knew enough to, or like you said, that's the only way I thought it was done. And isn't that wonderful? So I'm just curious, as you're making these flyers and business cards, your parents' thoughts on this, like, wow, she's really into this. Or It's funny because growing up, my brother, my younger brother, was always the creative one. Pain. Ah, there's a label paper. right there. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. uh-huh. He was the, he, Legos, anything you could give my brother, he became this creative, artistic figure in our family. I was never that. I was very, um, I was the leader. I was the cheerleader. I would get, you know, get the crowd going. Are you the oldest in birth order? Yes. I'm the oldest. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) And, and so, you know, it wasn't until I got a computer in front of me or, or technology 
did anything creative ever come up? I didn't recognize my own creativity until Mm -hmm. I started getting, you know, Photoshop, you know, my brother as an artist, he actually was the first to have it. And then I wanted to make a silly um, Christmas card, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and even younger than that, I, I have to credit my parents. We grew up with always having a computer, which even though I am a millennial, I was still at that age. I'm, I'm an older millennial. I fall on the line. So I was at that age when not everyone had a computer yet in their house. My parents had bought me the Babysitter's Club software. And oh. so that software, it was where all of that inspiration and and idea came from to, to take mm-hmm. it you know, to fruition, where a lot of kids would just see that, have it, never do anything with it. And so, yeah, you know, it's funny. I never really thought what they thought. I think mm. I'm not sure they probably just the label because you were you were so quick to give your brother the creative one label. That's when I knew, like, you had to be probably the oldest, the oldest <laughs> lucky guest. Um, because I'm like, and where's your like? Where are you in that? When in fact, look in the mirror. <laughs> life journey here that's that's yeah. just so interesting how we how we see ourselves and on the as you say older end of millennial and yet you've worked in a few careers a few places where you probably and I don't want to assume but you go in you you razzle I mean you've got to blow them out of the at blow them out of the water with your talent and you're again you bring just such energy just to, I'm looking at you on the screen. I I saw a picture of you, you know, on your Facebook. It's just someone that people are just attracted to. And I'm sure something tells me that's always been. Yeah, I do think so. I didn't recognize that as a skill, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we were like, oh, it's, it's just luck. It's just, this is just, I look okay, right? I'm pretty or something. But instead it is truly an energy, yeah, it's an energy and an aura that you definitely have. And and people are attracted, like, in you know, if you walked into a crowded room, I would be like, who, I don't know who she is, but, you know, I kind of want to be around her and see what her deal is. And I'm sure I'm not the only person saying that. Okay, enough, enough of the gush. Um, so can I ask at what age do you say, check, check, my work here is done working for others? Now, let me make money for me. Yeah, it, it was several iterations of wanting mm-hmm. to get into this moment. Um, I had started, a, uh, I really started my whole career with graphic design. Then I got a camera in my hands. Then I got mm-hmm. the marketing label. Then I had mm-hmm. to start learning sales, right? So there was this mm-hmm. growth of understanding mm-hmm. the full spectrum of, of marketing and, and truly what I do, which is branding. And I started with, you know, my own little design firm designed by Steph and then, you know, Steph photography, really, you know, all Mm -hmm. very hobbyist type businesses. But of course, knowing me, I I treated them full blown like businesses. And it really, it really came. So Vim started in 2018 and it was this, there was nothing broken in my life or nothing. Mm -hmm. But what I always say is I, I get itchy. You know, design by mm. Steph had its wave. Steph photography had its wave. And yeah. I had just been doing my career for a while and I was itchy for something, another creative. That's the create, it's the creative in you. 
it's it's not as though you grow to dislike it. It's just there's more, there's more, there's more. And it's this uh, hunger that you right. feed. Yes. To, yeah, as so you as you take on more and and build more. Yeah. And like I had said earlier, you know, when we were talking, I wanted to do because I do, I, I go into a place, you did, you assumed a hundred percent correct. I go into any employer, you know, any, any place of employment. And I do, I give it a thousand and ten percent my all. Yep. And I look at every full picture of this corporation and how can, how can we start to strengthen it? And so, yeah, there wasn't any sort of, you know, negative thing that was going on in my career at the time. It just, Felt right. And to, to really be honest, you know, I had a friend who was at a pivotal moment in her career where she was without a job, needing to either find a job or start a company. And we started them together. About two months after we started it, she ended up finding a job and just, you know, mm-hmm. go, go forth and prosper with herself. And I've just been here kind of holding it up since, which huge blessing. Um, but yeah, she was really pivotal in pushing me to do them and you know, legitimately, you know, full business structure. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, that was, mm -hmm. that was where it catalyst from. Love that. And and it's easier to start with someone and especially a friend. It can be, it can be double-edged sword, Mm -hmm. but at least there's, you know, you can play off. I've, I had a, a craft business for many years with a very good friend of mine and we're still friends after all of these years. And it was a great you know, seven year run. But again, then it was my kids were getting older and I just, you know, couldn't really, I didn't, I, I needed to be around more on the weekends and we would always either have our shows or always, you know, do installs on, on the weekend. And I was just like, all right, this, this was good when it, while it lasted, it was wonderful, but again, always ready for something else and something else. And so tell me about the name. Yes. So her and I were, you know, coming up with all these names and we knew it had to be really creative, right? There was a lot of pressure (laughs) for Mm -hmm. for a branding agency to have this creativity from the get-go. And we went back and forth and struggled. And I finally said, you know what? I know what I want. I know a few things. I know I want it to be a single word. The top 70% of successful businesses, you know, are single words, Wix, Venmo, Pepsi, I mean, Mm -hmm. Google, Amazon, right? You can go on and on. Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted that. I knew that the letter I was very important for my business. The word intention or intentionality was Mm. huge for my business. Uh, Everything everything had to be filtered through this intention, right? So Mm -hmm. an I was going to be a bonus if it had that letter in it. I was okay with it being an acronym, but I really wanted it to be an English word. Right. So it was familiar or, or a made up word. And if it had an M that was a bonus because of marketing. Right. So I decided to just grab a dictionary. And if you Love think it. about, if you think about where V is in the dictionary, yeah. you're, you're still flipping for a while. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I did do some spot flipping, but Vim is actually an English word and had been in my in my sphere, which is not a normal English word. It's, it's not a known English word, but I'd heard it several times. People had said, she's so full of vim and vigor. And I had kind of, you know, don't hear it anywhere else, except for when people are explaining or describing, describing. describing. Mm-hmm. you know, someone who, who has this vim and vigor and the word vim, the English word is spelled with one eye and it means 
high spirited, enthusiastic, Mm. energetic, vitality. And so when I read the definition, I was like, that's me. That's Vim. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is everything. And so, you know, the normal, you know, get the normal millennial thing is where are all the socials? Are they available? Is my URL available? Mm-hmm. All the things. And it wasn't. So I, I thought, well, what else is important to Vim? And the second I in Vim stands for integration. And it's not oh. just integration or integrated either, either way. Um, it's not just integrated in the sense that, you know, your brand and your marketing needs to be integrated as a whole. That is true. But it's also about the two entities, which is why the, the eyes and Vim look like little figures. It's my relationship with my partner, with my clients, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's the two entities coming together. I'm not the kind of agency that you just throw money at and I just create it for you. You have to be invested because what Vim does feeds off of your passion and your love for what you do. So if you're not willing to integrate with me, Mm. we don't have the secret sauce. We can't come to that. It's just not what I do. So, and then V for visual um, was a very important part of my life. Going back to my first story I told you earlier is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've always seen the world It sounds so cliche, but I just look at almost everything and see the beauty in it. And there are so many people and businesses that start that have the beauty of this idea and this dream and this passion, and they don't know how to bring it so others see it. To share their message. Yeah, they're through and through their messaging and through their visuals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, visual, we we think of what we see. But there's also these visuals that get created when we speak. You know, I tell mm-hmm. this story to you and you likely started to paint a picture of a neighborhood with a sign. Mm-hmm. I didn't show you that. But no, you, as a matter of fact, I went to, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Schitt's Creek, but mm-hmm. the sign <laughs> the welcome to Schitt's Creek and then the graphic, it's like exactly what I saw, the worn out yes. thing. And of course, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I what I envisioned. I haven't seen Schitt's Creek, but now I'm going to totally go look. Oh, at it. <laughs> oh, you have to, or just even Google like the Schitt's Creek welcome sign and you'll see what I mean. Worn oh. out paint and a very inappropriate yes. graphic. It's hysterical because the whole show was hysterical, but that's what I, and I think it might've even been broken. Okay. Like half hanging off or something, but that's kind of what see? I saw. Yeah. And, you, and yeah. you visually did that through verbal messaging. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm constantly combating with, with my clients, with my prospects, with the audience, anyone who's willing to give an ear, I'm combating this concept of, you know, your brand is just the things you see instead of mm-hmm. starting helping people recognize how much more, you know, their message and your perception and, and your reputation is also your brand. So, so it's visual. It's intentional. Yeah. Integrated marketing. Absolutely. Love. Love, 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 love. (laughs) No, no, no. Love. So you have, okay, this is where I have a thousand questions and I'm not going (laughs) to, it's like, I'm not going to speak complete sentences, but let me just gather myself. Social media, you have so much information coming at you at hyperspeed. You have TikTok videos, IG reels. How fast 
do you have to make an impression to catch somebody's attention? Yeah, it's milliseconds. And that's why you don't rely on the milliseconds. You you rely on the repetition of milliseconds. Mm. And that's where people Mm. give up. They, they don't get your attention right away and they, they're frustrated. They try something new and I'm not dogging trying something new. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't Mm -hmm. misinterpret that, but don't give up. Mm -hmm. You know, this is going back to that intention. What is the intention for this social media platform or this reel or whatever it is that you're doing? Go Mm -hmm. back to the intention and live that intention out, right? Consistency is so key that because we only have those milliseconds, continuously putting that content out with intention and with the consistency of your brand is where people are going to start to go, oh, Joy found here. Oh, Stephanie. Oh, oh, you know, all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Your intro, you know, you share about your age and, you know, the mm-hmm. rounds around the sun, those repetitive t- conversations that you painted in my head. I want to see those visually on your, on your social. I want to hear them throughout your social. I want to see them on your website. That's where milliseconds turn into lifelong impressions. Okay. (laughs) I heard, I, I heard all of that and it's okay. So side note, really funny is I just had, um, cause the, I'll just say for me, my, so my podcast, I'm coming up on our one year anniversary in April and then planning something for celebration. I'm very excited about that, but I did the website really fast only because it was deadline. I was really proud that I did what I did, but I haven't really shown it any love at all since we put it out there. With that said, I just did a photo shoot with the most gorgeous pictures ever. I mean, this photographer is amazing. And I was just like, uh, you know, I want to just get my branding out there and, and take it the next step and the next step. My first goal obviously was let me just get my you know, make sure I do this consistent, consistently weekly, which I'm proud to say, I believe this is our 49th episode that we're recording. And I never would have thought that last May, like the first one was good for me, like check it off. I did it. I didn't realize how much fun it would be and really how this is really going to be turning into again, the next chapter. So with that, where do you even begin? So, so I have pictures. Woo, I've got new pictures. <laughs> now, what in the world do you do with that? And, and are people really looking more at websites still? I, if you don't have, if you're not, I'll say selling anything, or is it more in their individual, I'll say social platforms? Right, right. Well, you have to know your audience, right? So everything I do is bled bled through intention. So all of the clients that we work with, the first thing we do is market research and we build your personas. And personas Mm -hmm. is a fancy word of your ideal target audience, Mm -hmm. right? The people Mm -hmm. who are likely to purchase your your product or service or listen to your podcast or vote for you Mm -hmm. for a campaign, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Never are we excluding people who fall in the outlier of possible, you know, audience members, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we're looking at this top bell curve of who is your ideal target audience. And then we build everything around that. But in order to even build those 
fictitious personas. We start with you. We do a full, I mean, we go, we do a full day discovery to even tap into, you know, your brand, let alone, okay, well, where do we put it? Right. So to answer your Mm -hmm. question, it, it really depends on your audience. So, you know, if you are, you know, targeting, if your product targets men, okay, well, we want to first look at, well, where are men, right? And starting Mm -hmm. with a 50-50, right? Men, female, or however many genders, you know, we're focusing on, that's pretty easy. And then we start going even more granular and tighter and tighter. So, you know, websites are very important still. They're absolutely Mm -hmm. important. But also what's important is where are people finding your website? What search engines? And then from there, you know, there's the precipice of where things or not the precipice, that's the wrong word I wanted, but where things initiate is mm-hmm. different for each audience. So there is no right answer to tell you is, is really what it's coming down to. You know what I mean? I like, I, but I like that. That's good. It's, I, I definitely appreciate that for sure. Cause yeah. it is, it, it depends on everybody's Your audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, but it's beautiful. That is so powerful and beautiful. It's not a negative. Because now all of a sudden, instead of feeling like you have to be everywhere or you have to do, all, I heard you in, I heard you in one of your other podcasts with another guest, you know, it, it was, it's overwhelming to be like, I know I should be there. I should be doing that. But should you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. maybe you should, but let's go back mm-hmm. into the intention of your podcast or the intention of your product or service mm. and who does it serve and where are they? That's where you want to show up. And that, and it, that. So it alleviates so much pressure of having to be the everything to everyone. You know, yeah. I used to, I, I would say like, you don't want to be the Amazon of everything, but, but more so someone recently shared, you know, you wouldn't go into Burger King and get upset at Burger King because they can't make you a pizza. You showed up at the wrong place for the pizza, but you know, if you're starting to like bend and mold and, and all of a sudden be like, well, if I flattened the bun and if I put ketchup <laughs> on with some, put a little extra cheese, know, right. <laughs> yeah. If I really got creative, maybe I could bust out a pizza, but that's not, you weren't, mm-hmm. you didn't show up there intentionally to make pizzas. Mm-hmm. You were there for your audience. So I really just want people to step back and think intentionally about their brand and I say brand, and that goes, that is an all-encompassing word for any company, podcast, campaign, individual mm-hmm. trying to get loyalty from an audience. So step back into your brand. I'm often telling people, I'm going to ask you and have you by working with me, we're going to step back to get ahead. And so many companies don't want to do that. They just want to throw money at marketing and have immediate return. And I am the one who has to say, we got to step back for this foundational stuff first, because Mm -hmm. if you want to start throwing everything at everything, then you're going to run out of your marketing budget real quick. Hmm. So I I think I kind of spiraled a little there, but no, 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 (laughs) we go, we go everywhere and then some, and then believe me. So how do you know when you're ready, Hmm. ready to brand, ready to take it to the next level. It that's so individual. You know, I have a couple mm-hmm. different audiences. So, you know, mm-hmm. one is typically are either, you know, 2 to 5 years have, you know, a pretty good revenue stream coming in 
and they haven't invested in a full brand. Maybe they have a logo that they maybe like, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone that Mm -hmm. works, not everyone that works with me even changes their logo. It's not, Mm -hmm. again, that is just one piece, very important visual piece, but just one piece in this full spectrum brand. So I do see a lot of those established companies, you know, coming, or I have companies who are getting off the ground and value a brand so much. They know how vital kicking it off with this solid foundation um, really impacts their growth. Um, Oftentimes those people either have previous businesses, they have been working for a little while just to get some of those funds going, but Mm -hmm. they really value that. And, And so to know like, when am I ready for it? You know, it's, an up-leveling in your business. And when are you ready for that up-leveling, right? There's a financial piece to it, but it's like, are you ready to up-level now? Then let's do this. Mm -hmm. Like this is the foundation of up-leveling. Very interesting that you use that. And it's also very, very true. And you can really equate that to uh, many things. You need uh, any foundation to build anything on top of. Yeah. I'll say that. So one of the things I, I'm an HR director by day, but I've always um, I've always sewn, I've always been creative, and I also do window treatments. And a lot of my clients, and especially people that are into like new build homes, the windows are the last thing to do after the furniture is there, after the rugs, it, it's just easier to match fabric at that point. The design is there, but a lot of times the money runs out of the budget. The last thing, and that completes the room. That, you know, it's the difference of, oh, wow, those are pretty, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, those are nice, versus when you spend more money on the trim than you did on the fabric to be like, holy crap, look at them. And then they stay on your windows for 20 years because it's a timeless whatever. So, definitely so important. And I hear what you're saying, especially it would be great coming out of the box when you're starting to funnel and prioritize that marketing chunk of the budget. Yeah. Well, it makes every other marketing effort stronger and more Mm. intentional and more targeted. Mm -hmm. And so it it really is. So what I, I often say, you know, your brand is who you are, what you sell and why, right? Marketing, because they're not the same, marketing is the vehicle to get your brand out there. So mm-hmm. if you think about it, if we have a brand and, and, and it's not solid, now all of a sudden you have the vehicles of social, the vehicles of your website, your all these little vehicles, you know, billboard marketing, print marketing, mm-hmm. email marketing, all of the marketing going up. But if down back here, what they're picking up to go deliver changes all the time, isn't consistent, isn't even clear in what they do or why or who, mm. where are you sending these cars? Yeah. They're, they're running around aimlessly. And so they're yeah. spending more gas. They're doing more turnarounds. They're, they're not actually making sales for you. So, you know, it's, it, your brand is so vital to your marketing mm-hmm. efforts. So when people start saying, you know what, I'm at this point in my business, I need to invest in marketing, that the Mm. marketing, okay, step back, let's do that brand because it's (laughs) going to save you money and time. And it's going to take those millisecond efforts Mm -hmm. and 
create that lifetime impression. Love. So talk to me about your goal of wanting to be on podcasts. What was it one a week? Yes. Yeah, so that, was that, I love it. I love, I, I was just like, who is this person? I, <laughs> I have to talk to her. I love that goal. Thank you. What made you think of that? Or, you know, why, why did you come out and said, this is something I want to do? Yeah. Very intentional. There's a couple silly reasons and a couple, and they all add up to really one good one. But first of all, you know, we are in the day and age of working from home. And mm-hmm. I plain and simply went through the last two, one and a half years or however long we want to count, I guess almost two years, right? In sweatpants and with my hair in a bun and no makeup and just starting mm-hmm. to feel, you know, not the face that I would put out, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a very visual brand. Uh, yep. People rely on seeing me in a certain way. And I was feeling mm-hmm. like I was getting further and further away from that. So whether the the podcast is recorded on audio or video or mm-hmm. not, I knew that this would be a moment that would push me on a weekly basis to, to put myself together. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's really silly, but important. I love talking. <laughs> I love talking to people. <laughs> if people want to listen to me, I'm all, mm-hmm. all your, you know, I'm all mouth, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love sharing, sharing about what it is. I, you know, there's been many people in my life who I have learned so much from, from their graciousness of sharing with me. Mm-hmm. And so if I can give that back, you know, that's my way of paying forward. And then I also, you know, launched my new website this year. And okay. a huge part of my website and SEO goals is to have rich content. And so sharing about my podcast interviews and having a blog okay. feature for each of the hosts that are graciously having me um, is really great for getting keywords onto your site that Google can start to search for. So, hey, take that tip if anyone is doing any podcasting out there. Yeah, uh, for it's, sure. It's a, really, it's a really great way of, you know, building content. And then fourth, last reason is uh, I do am kind of considering maybe next year launching my own. And I thought, what better way to immerse yourself in something mm-hmm. than to, to experience it on the other end and mm-hmm. get a year's worth of, of you know, the smart thing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a really smart move. I, you know, I took a class as a matter of fact, I think they're doing a master class tonight, uh, the podcast accelerator. And it was what caught my eye on it and why I wanted to do it was because it was eight weeks and in eight weeks there, you were going to have a podcast on Apple, on Apple and on Spotify. And I was like, eight weeks. Okay. I like deadlines, even though I say that I'm such a liar because I always, you know, wait till that last minute, but I like deadlines. I hate deadlines, but I need, I, I work better with deadlines is really the truth. And the minute I plugged the microphone in and recorded the first, I think my intro for the first time, I'm like, I think I like this. And I never liked the way I, 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 I didn't like the way I I heard myself ever recorded, but I was just like, mm, no, this is uh, okay. And I, and more importantly, I was alive to talk about it. Like you always think the worst, and you get so, oh, you know, I'm I. What if I can't do this? What if no one will listen? I went in with zero 
right. You know, I keep my bar really low because I just want to have fun and, and, and meeting again, people like you, like the 40, 44 other people prior to like, it's just been great. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity to learn so much about so many people and everything that they're doing and offering. So I a highly suggest it, but you're doing, but you know, the fact that you'd have a year's worth of guest experience, I say behind you, very, very, very smart. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's um definitely a lofty goal, but I think it's very achievable and it's going, it's going to bring that weekly, like social moment. You know, we've been Mm -hmm. lacking that and don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I still been living life and I've been seeing Mm -hmm. people, but not like I was before. And especially since my career life changed around the same time that COVID life changed. Mm -hmm. So where I was going to in-person networking meetings or going to lunches Mm -hmm. and all of these things that really has stopped. So this is right. the new, the new social hour <laughs> for however it is, you know, and until the next one shows itself, we just don't know again, you know, this time next year, God only knows that will be, you know, maybe just all meeting in person and recording live shows. And there's so many different steps it could take. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me again, everything that you are, cause you're an all inclusive agency, I want to use the right word, the services that you offer. So we really truly are a branding agency. We do some other marketing, but it's very selective and Uh we, we don't offer those services for clients who don't start with branding because it is truly that foundation. I practice what I preach. Uh, Uh If someone comes to me and just needs social media, honestly, if anyone comes to me and and, and starts their sentence with, I just need, I pretty much know we're going to have some conversation first. (laughs) So no, we truly are a branding agency. That is where we start, you know, and then from there, it's really about getting that brand out there. So after we've done the branding exercises, if you need to launch a new website or rebrand your website, if we need to get some of your branding solidified and milked through your social media, any of the other marketing efforts you're doing, we can help you with learning how to, how to fill that in, right? What we see happening in a lot of marketing is they're all just selling your product or service instead of seeing how to sell your brand um, or, or even position your brand. So really, truly, if you go to my website, the first thing and only thing really you're going to see is our branding services. And it's really simple. It's just one branding package. We start everyone with what we believe in, which is everything. You get uh, all of all of that. I, I like I like the no half thing. Nope, you need everything. Yeah. You're going in full. You're going in full. Hundred yeah. or I like yeah. it. Well, that's the right will, way to start. And I'll say I've wavered on that. And mm-hmm. you know, even down to the last you know few weeks of having my website live. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. I am not perfect. I'm learning as I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite podcasters, you know, she had a whole program called simplify and amplify. I didn't necessarily follow the program, but I loved the thought process around simplify and amplify. And mm-hmm. I created some packages around my branding and I had one prospect call and I walked them through the different packages and they had great questions. And I immediately was like, Nope, this, this isn't needed. You need all of this. I am, I, I believe in it so strongly that you need all of this. And then let's talk about it from there forward. But yeah, 
that's what we do. <laughs> and I also think, honestly, and again, I when I would come, to, I mean, I'm a believer in going to let the professionals take care of that. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to be really telling the doctor how to treat me. Well, you went to school with for this, okay? And this is what you do every day, each day. I'm going to, you know, I can definitely heed the advice. And so I would think that most people would be like, okay, help me, Rhonda. Help me, Steph. You know, let's... <laughs> Granted, everyone has, especially, you know, you have an idea of their vision and where you want the brand or and where you see it, but sometimes perhaps you might see it a little differently or do you sometimes, let's go with that. Do you see things a little differently than what a client would originally come, come Absolutely. to Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not every time. But the language you'll hear me use a lot is what does it serve you? That's what mm. we're talking about. What mm-hmm. serves you well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Goes you back can. to your intention also yeah. with your eye. I love, you know, you had me at intention for sure. Yeah. I love, love that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have a lot of people say, oh, I want my logos and my colors to be this, that, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite mm-hmm. sports teams, the Huskies. Mm-hmm. So I want gold and purple. Okay. I'm not saying you can't have that. But let's let's come back to what's going to serve you well with your audience in mind. Then if it happens to work out, let's say your whole audience is a bunch of Husky fans. Okay, let's roll with this. But it really has to come back to the intention, come back to who you are and serve you well. Because that's what I want. You know, I, I do truly... You know, I, I don't want anyone to get the impression that you can't have an ROI on your branding. You absolutely do. And, it, and it's not... I'm not saying it's impossible to measure, but it is so important to see that every transaction happens through your brand. I don't know what more else to show that, that how mm-hmm. vital that, that is to your ROI. So yeah, I do have a lot of conversations around what's going to serve them well. But the funny thing is, is like I said, we have a full day of exercises for me to I kind of jokingly say it's like the closest thing to me, like plugging a thumb drive into your skull and plugging it into mine (laughs) is our full day discovery. And Mm -hmm. we do the full day and it's probably the last 2% of our day that we're even talking about colors and fonts and and visuals, Mm -hmm. not because they're not important, but because that's what you're, you're having me help with. That's what myself and my team and the VIM, the VIM team's doing is we're spending this whole day finding out what your what you what's your vim, right? Yeah. We're trying to figure out your passion, your excitement, your energy, and that is how I start to create and dream up. I don't know where it comes from, but I start to see your brand bigger than you've probably ever seen it. Whether it I'm ever just gonna say, there. do most do most people even know that, or they may have an idea, but yet you see it very differently. You pull it out and you're like, "Hmm, not, it's not really what you think because it's really, again, what I'm hearing or what I'm seeing. Yeah. I think it's hard for us to tap into those own things. And, and that's, that's another thing I like to make sure people know is when you sit with me for this full day, it's because there's so much in you that I need. There's so Mm -hmm. much that you already have the answers to you. You fuel this. I just Mm -hmm. help it come to life. I just, Use my weird gift of an eye. Superpower. 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 Sure. I'll Go take on. it. 
Um, <laughs> and really pull it out of you though. Ask the questions that you probably have never been asked that are hard. That's why we spend a full day. You know, if, if you're not, if someone comes to me and they're like, oh, a full day, I, I'll give you like an hour. You know, you're, you're, the integration part isn't a value to you. And so therefore you're probably not the ideal client for me because it's so important for me to get to hear that passion and understand in my brand language, you know, what I say is my passion and my purpose mm-hmm. for what I do mm-hmm. is your mm-hmm. passion and your purpose for what you do. That those two things truly are the yin and yang that make them them. So I, I'm I'm digressing, I'm sure, because I can't remember what we were kind of starting off with. No, you were you were fine. It's it's just when someone when the client doesn't or they think uh, they think mm-hmm. they're bringing this to the game, but in yeah. essence, you see, you know, their strength is is revealing itself a little differently than what they might think in the beginning, and a lot of times also as creators you're sometimes so close and so, you know, it's such a passion project that you, again, you know what fills your heart, but a different set of eyes is like, oh, but you're missing this, but because you're not, you know, what about this one over here? And, or I just heard you say this about your product or the reason that you're doing this and your service and your intention. And a lot of times we talk sometimes unconsciously, unintentional. And, you know, a good listener also, you need to be just to hear those, just those, those little sets of words that be like, "Hmm." Mm -hmm. yeah. You start to hear (laughs) the repetitions. You Mm -hmm. see, we go through several exercises intentionally to start to see these rhythmic patterns Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the individual's don't see those because you are right. too close to it. I mean, I mm-hmm. hired, I hired separate, I mean, all separate individuals for separate aspects of branding to help me with my own. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. so hard when you're so close to it, Yeah. but yes, no, there's a lot of times where people come to me with, with a hope and a dream for something. And I always take that into account, but I also have to be the mama bear to protect mm-hmm. your, your, what's going to serve this huge purpose and passion. Cause I believe in it as much as you do. And that's why you come to me to help that come to life. Um, and that's another thing is I, I really am intentional with who I, I choose to work with. I love that. I get to do that. I, I trust me. I have, I have a few, <laughs> but in the mm-hmm. end <laughs> lessons mm-hmm. learned, but in, I really like, I find these beautiful, passionate owners um, or, or, you know, individuals, these brands. And I start to, I love what they do. I believe in what they believe in. And I want to work with them with blood, sweat, and tears. And that's what makes Vim Vim. Well, and when you have that I in the name, again, for the intention, it's your, your, what you put, you, what you put out, you attract and makes it easy. Yes, it really, truly true. makes it easy for sure. So any other goals for 2022? Yes, absolutely. You know, a lot of last year. So last year was really my first full-time year where I didn't have any other, mm-hmm. you know, job. I, I, I decided of, of all years <laughs> to quit my job in 2022 or twenty. You, were, you weren't alone. The great yeah. resignation. Come on. You're yeah. in good company. Yes. With, with a, a lot so of others. Year, yeah. So last year's goal was really, um, get through it, experience it and, and 
be very introspective about everything. And this year is to take all of that and really build off that foundation. So yeah, so the podcast is definitely a huge thing. You know, we we did have set some really aggressive uh, revenue goals and client goals for this year. So that'll be fun to mm-hmm. see and it come to fruition. But I also think my biggest goal for this year is to continue to build off of loving what I have for this life. And it sounds probably not cheesy because I've listened to enough of your um, podcasts to know. It, it, <laughs> it sounds like truth and it sounds yeah. like something, you know, words that I think so many people out there would love to say themselves, but aren't there yet. Yeah. In what, you know, for whatever reason and, you know, I, for whatever the reason, but it's great. It's liberating. Mm-hmm. And and not unapologetically, it's liberating to say that. And you know, like here's where I'm at, and here's what I want, and here's what I'm going for. And anyone can do it. Yeah. Well, and I think society and, and professional, you know, business and all that, you know, I I I fell victim to it for the first, however, you know, what I'd have to count, but you know, a couple decades of my working okay. career. Um, where I didn't put myself first, you know, I wasn't having a morning routine that included working mm-hmm. out and meditating and mm-hmm. cuddling with my dog for the first 30 minutes and, and allowing that to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. I would book the early meeting. So I get right up and I would yes. live in this high, strong, hectic, hectic. And I get that there's a time when you're going to, you know, we all have different situations. So I, I never want to paint this picture that it's, you know, easy but if you just prioritize it first and then figure out how you have to make that continue to be allowed, that's that's what I'm focusing on this which, year. Which you can and you do. You have the same 24 hours. I have the same 24 hours. And, uh, you know, it's and I still have the nine to five and I still right now I'm at my daughter's house. You yeah. find it, it, it. We do it because of this, our choice and our decisions. It's I want to say it's that easy. But it is that easy. It's yeah. when when you just, you know, really looked at the times in the day and and just, you know, I always say schedule yourself first and then yep. fill in the rest. And then and then those other things, is it is it do you really have to? Because right. then life becomes a matter of I get to versus mm-hmm. oh I gotta. There's a, a lot difference. a lot of societal pressure around. Mm-hmm. And we could digress into a huge thing, but yeah, it's, it is very pressuring. Mm-hmm. You said it in one of your other podcasts with one of your guests about how selfless self-care mm-hmm. really is. Self-care really is. And it took me and a, and a major reason that I really wanted to do this podcast again, I did it when I was turning 60, but I was in my, I was probably 43 or when I was like D-O-W-N as my son says, done. I was done. I was just like, cause kids and first and, oh, don't worry about me. And I'll just eat left. Like just usual, whatever. But yeah, one day it's like, um, I don't even know what my name is. I don't even know what my role is. And I was just so lucky to, um, find a new tribe, find new answers and really, and it was not like, you know, 
the family was like, wait a minute, but mom, no. I was just like, you're all going to be alive. Believe me, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss that. Tell me about it. I'm sure you'll be great. I got to go. And it didn't take long for them to accept that Mm -hmm. at all. And, you know, I loved hearing my kids be like, oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. You have group tonight. Oh, do you have book group tonight? Oh, are you going to this meet? Everyone just signs on, but we tell ourselves, you know, this whole, that no one can survive. Yeah. No, every, everybody can. Yeah. And again, that's why <laughs> the message is right. Do it at, you know, at any age, because again, who are those they people? Who are those they people with their opinions? And yeah, yeah what those they people are, are just, they wish they could probably do that, but just have, you know, some generational stuff that they're still working through. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm so I, glad you took that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I was, all, so I also think too, you know, um, the position I held before this was at a healthcare company. And mm-hmm. so it was even in that healthcare company, mm-hmm. right. When mm-hmm. we, we dealt with end of life scenarios, even then, um, the owner of the company would often say, we're not 911. And and now here, don't get me wrong. I love what I do and I value every client and I respect mm-hmm. their time and priorities and deadlines. But at the same time, I'm doing branding. I have to live my life and, and it's not, no one's dying if, if I decide to wake up and work out first, <laughs> you know? Correct. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you just look at it all differently and it's, again, yourself, you know, when you're the number one you can only serve everyone even better. I mean, you feel the difference when you work out and when you don't, Mm -hmm. when the endorphins are going, you have much more energy. You're just ready to take on the day, whether you do, you know, I, I always just did the morning routine. I never did it at, at night, but it really made such a difference as to what I was able to achieve. Yes, absolutely. Love, 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 love. All right. I thank you. Thank you for this wonderful talk. I'm so, so glad we did this. But now where are we going to find you? Where are we going to find them? Where are we going to find Steph? Yes. So if you're trying to get a hold of someone or get them, you go to get them.com or get them at all the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So at get them, remember Vim is with the two eyes. So visual, intentional, integrated marketing. Um, And also I'm pretty accessible through the platforms that I'm present on email, text, all of those are pretty handy and able. And as another Stephanie, it is S T E P H Steph. That's Steph. And I, I, you know, born, born as Stephanie, I don't get offended, (laughs) but I, as far as I can remember, I've always liked Steph because now if people call me Steph, I feel like we're already friends. Stephanie's so formal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because growing up, that's what I was. I was Steph and and old right. friends. That's what I am. I still am. And yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm glad you kept it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you again. And I wish you nothing but the best for your 2022 goals and more. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did listening to all of these wonderful, wonderful ideas. 
that she shared with us. So listen, wherever you're listening to us on Apple, on Spotify and Spotify, now we can rate on Spotify. So yes, I need you to go back to Spotify, a five-star review if you liked what you heard, and I'm sure you would, would be so appreciated. And the website that I spoke about earlier, joyfoundhere.com, is in the process of getting a a little facelift, a little update, getting a little more involved with that. So there's still a place that you can leave comments. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Until the next time, be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.